Welcome, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. This is Brother Jimmy Fortunato, and you're listening to a sermon from the Pilgrim Baptist Church in Tennessee. For more information about our church, please visit us on the web at pilgrimbaptist.church. But we're in our Bibles this morning in Philippians chapter number 2. We're in trying times right now. Everybody's glued to the news feed. Philippians chapter 2, I'm going to give you the solution from God's Word. Verse number 16. Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. The solution right now is the same solution that it has always been. Trying times, rioting, looting, viruses, corrupt police officers. Hold forth the word of life. We don't need less Bible. We need more Bible right now. We don't need less church. We need more church right now. We don't need less prayer. We don't need less evangelism. We don't need less time gathering together we meet we need more of all that the time is now to hold forth the word of life that is the solution and the only solution to this mess that we are in we can hold up all types of signs people are protesting everywhere i'm not here to protest i don't like what's going on in our country and neither do any of you we need to hold forth the word of life. God's word is what people need. God's word is what we need. Their heart changes through God's word. Corruption starts to go away. Isaiah chapter 8. Isaiah chapter number 8, verse number 10. Bible says in Isaiah 8, we'll start reading at verse number 10, Take counsel together, and it shall come to naught. Speak the word, and it shall not stand, for God is with us. For the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand, and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, Say ye not a confederacy. To all them to whom this people shall say a confederacy, neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. Sanctify the Lord of hosts Himself, and let Him be your fear, and let Him be your dread. Isaiah is commanding his men in this chapter to not fear men. <laughs> That's the whole context of what's going on here. Don't consent to the confederacy with the king of Assyria. You know what was going on in his day? The people were afraid that if they didn't get assistance from the Assyrians, that they would be destroyed. Oh, we want to join forces. We want to align. And Isaiah says, don't align. Don't intervene. Fear God. Here's where we're at. Globalism. One world government, new world order, population control, 
socialism, all of these words don't unite. Hold forth the word of life. As Christians, I'm pleading with you and myself to not get off track. Hold forth the word of life. If you're like me, which I'm sure you are, I want all kings. I want all leaders. I want all presidents. I want all czars. I want all those that are in charge as rulers to bow their knee and acknowledge Jesus Christ as the Lord. You want to be a true patriot? Trust God. Because that was what was going on in Isaiah's day. God wanted the land and His people free from idolatry, free from sin, free from fornication, free from covetousness. And He wants the same thing today. A nation founded, the best way I know to say it, is on biblical principles not necessarily by people that believe Jesus Christ as the Savior but believed in deity <laughs> read some of their writings in full context you'll find that out but nonetheless it was fought and founded upon principles found directly from the Bible you know what God wants our nation free of sin idolatry, covetousness, all those things. What's the solution, Isaiah? Sanctify the Lord. Sanctify the Lord. Hold forth the word of life. Sanctify the Lord. We have got to get back to recognizing that God is holy and recognizing that God is supreme and He is absolutely right. This is not about It's not about choosing the right politics. It's not about choosing the right candidate. It's not about even choosing the right style of government, although I'm thankful we have the best style of government in all the world. I think. <laughs> it's about the right Savior. Democrat, Republican, Whatever all the other parties are that are coming in, I can't keep up with them all. If I have the right Savior and I sanctify the Lord in my heart and I hold forth the word of life, I'm going to trust God to lead and guide me to vote for the best candidate that would uphold biblical truths as best as they know how to do or prayed up by others to do. Other than that, what can we do? Hold forth the word of life. Sanctify the Lord in your heart. Know that the Lord is supreme and absolutely right. Matthew 20, let's go to Matthew chapter 10. And I'm going to tell you what not to be afraid of. All the news, all the reports, all the data, all the violence, 
All of that is meant to scare us. Are you saying it's not true? I don't know what's true anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's true. I know God's Word is true. I don't know who to believe. But I know who not to believe. Those that hate God nor are against God and do everything that's against the Bible. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear Him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. A lot of time is spent on trying to be quarantined and protecting ourselves from viruses. Now a lot of time is spent on trying to stay out of major cities. Smaller cities because of our physical life could be in danger with all this all this mess that's going on. I'm not suggesting we do anything rash or irresponsible. But our concern should be for our souls. Are you saved? I'm saved. Is our battle physical or spiritual? It's spiritual. Do we forget about physical things? No. But what's our battle? What's our fight? The souls of those men and women. The souls of those men and women. Spiritual relief is what we all need. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made unto God. Isaiah 26 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. The Lord is our strong tower. Trust in Him. And that will give you perfect peace. Why do we get so unsettled when things start to get stirred up? Anybody have an answer for that? Because I'd like to know. Impeachment. Coronavirus, corrupt police, protesting, rioting, looting. It's, doesn't it seem like everybody's on edge in our nation? It's like pins and needles type things. Why? I'd submit to you because they don't have perfect peace. If we as Christians do, let's consider what's most important. I'm not, asking you, I'm not asking you to throw away critical thinking and all that. I'm not. I'm just saying what's most, most important. The Bible says in Isaiah 8, it says, and let Him be your fear. This is, this is Isaiah speaking through the Holy Spirit to the people. Let God be your fear. We shouldn't be afraid of Antifa. We shouldn't be afraid of corrupt cops. We shouldn't be afraid of the liberal left. We shouldn't be afraid that creepy Joe Biden's going to get elected. <laughs> I don't want any of those people coming after me. 
But I'll tell you, if any of them were sitting right here in that church pew, you guess what I'm going to talk to them about? Hey, Creepy Joe, you know what Jesus Christ did for you? Hey, Mr. Antifa member, if you were to die tonight in one of those riots or protests, where would you spend eternity? We've got to start thinking what our battle is, and we've got to start being reminded of what we are armed with. Who wins battles? Whoever has the most artillery. This is how land is conquered. So I'm glad I live in a nation, and I'm sure you are too, where we have the greatest military. But we don't have more guns and more ammunition and more artillery than some of these groups. So why try to fight a battle that we can't win? But you know what artillery we do have? It's all found in Ephesians 6. It's the whole armor of God. And we've got the ammunition. We've got the artillery. We're ready for battle. Yet we sit home. Yet we sit in church. Yet we... We can just fill in the blanks, each and every one of us, for where we're particularly at. God's given us the weapons that we can use to fight the battle that we were called to fight. Get plugged into God's Word. Know God more. If you don't tremble at the magnificent power and the ultimate glory of God, then you and I are missing the boat. People are, tend to live their life in fear. That's what this society has been based upon in media. They tremble, they shake, they're wondering what's going to happen next. But when they escape, they're relieved. Remember when the coronavirus hit and it was like this big pandemic and they, they showed all this bad stuff, especially in New York City? And you're thinking, I don't want to get this. And then when the dust started to settle, you were relieved. And then when the relief comes, you kind of think back and think, wow, I'm kind of afraid of that thing because I've seen what happened and I don't want to get it. You ever get into a, your car and you're driving on a highway and there's like this pileup that's starting to happen? And all of a sudden, you're just trembling and shaking. You're scared because you're going to be a part of it. And then all of a sudden, God spares your life. And, and you're... What follows that is relief. And then so you drive down the road a little bit more. And as you're thinking, the fear comes back of, oh, whoa, that could have been me. And the fear just right back into you. Are you and I pardoned sinners? Were we on our way to hell? Did Jesus Christ pay our sin debt? Did we realize our need for a Savior? Did we fear God and trust Him? Woo! Relief. And then when you think back, oh boy. Oh, but God, thank you. Thank you. If I didn't, I'd be still headed for hell.
You see how the relief comes in and then when you go back in your mind, it just stirs up the fear. We shouldn't be afraid that God is going to send us to hell. Our sins have been forgiven. We're on our way to heaven. But I'm here to tell you this morning that there's many, many people that are not enjoying the same benefits and the same blessings. God saved us from the wrath to come. Let Him be your fear. Isaiah 8 says, let Him be your dread. And then Isaiah chapter 8, if you're still there, look at verse number 14. Isaiah 8, 14, what does it say? And He shall be for a sanctuary. That's where we should quarantine ourselves in. To those that fear God, He makes a sanctuary for us. We're hidden Him. Our life is hit with Christ with God. And then it's a place of safety. That's where we ultimately get peace. Let's go over to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter number 4. Verse number 7. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I'm restless. My mind's all over the place. My thoughts are scattered. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through more news feeds, no, through Christ Jesus. Again, my appeal isn't to get rid of the news feed. Stay up to date, learn what's going on, be aware, be responsible, understand the situation, be a good citizen. But your heart and mind is only kept through Jesus Christ. That's the only way you're going to have true biblical peace. Other than that, we're just grabbing for straws. We're looking for temporary physical relief. But then it, it's there and gone. Romans chapter 13, please. Romans 13. Romans chapter 13, verse number 11. And that knowing the time. You know the time? What time is it that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe right now's the time to stand up for truth. Don't get distracted. Don't get complacent. Don't be a Peter. He had faith. He walked on water. Brother Tom spoke about this this morning. Jesus said one word, come. You know what he did? By faith, he stepped out. He's walking, amen. He's trusting God, amen. Uh-oh, boisterous wind. Whoop, there he goes. Because he got distracted. He took his eyes off the Lord Jesus Christ. So easily we get distracted. Oh, it's back to work. I have to deal with the boys again. Oh, it's back to this. I got to deal with... Oh, I'm just going to be in doom and gloom. I wish there were more of this. I wish there were more of that. I wish we had this. I wish we had that. I wish... Blah, 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 blah. Get your eyes on the Lord. It's time to awake out of sleep. 
Go out and do something for God. Pick and choose. There's plenty of stuff to do. There's plenty of lost sinners to witness to. Don't get down in the dumps. And please, whatever you do, whatever I do, whatever we do, let's not allow ourselves to turn into what churchianity has turned into. Spiritual wimps. Spiritual wimps. You put together a fight team, you don't want the wimp. It doesn't mean he has to be this physical athletic specimen. It's just mentally you can't be a wimp. It's called mental toughness. And if you want your heart and mind right and peace through it, and you want to be tough mentally, you need to get in on what God's got in for you. You have time. Awake out of sleep. Sometimes it's time for us to repent. Maybe we need to tell God, God, I'm a coward. God, I put money before you. God, sorry for being a pretender. God, I'm sorry for not holding forth the word of life. We don't have the time, the money, or the resources. At least I don't. Or the know-how on how to save this country. Brother Jimmy, what would you do to straighten out the country? I don't know. I'm going to just go stand on a street corner and tell someone about Jesus. <laughs> Who wants to follow that plan? This is a one-by-one, family-by-family, neighbor-by-neighbor, workmate-by-workmate battle. You want to turn on Billy Graham Radio, that's great. It ain't 1958 anymore, folks. <laughs> Nobody's going to Yankee Stadium except to watch baseball. It's a one-by-one -one game. You know what we can do? We can witness to a lost friend. We can witness to a lost neighbor. We can talk to our workmates. Do your part because Jesus Christ is still the only answer and hold forth the word of life. Let's go over to Proverbs 14. Proverbs chapter number 14. Two more passages of Scripture. And in Proverbs, we get a lot of wisdom from God. In Proverbs chapter 14, Let's start in verse number 32. The wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. Wisdom resetteth in the heart of him that hath understanding, but that which is in the midst of fools is made known. Now watch verse 34. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And the root problem that we face, it's not a political problem. Jesus Christ is going to be our only righteous ruler. The root problem we face is not a financial problem. Riches profit not in the day of judgment. The root problem we face, it's not viral, it's not racial, it's sin. Sin messes the whole thing up. That's our root problem. What's the solution? Jesus Christ, yesterday, today, forever. He is the solution. 
And that is the only thing that will change a man's heart who has hate for another race. That's the only thing. You're not going to be able to create a social program or a political program or a financial program or a hashtag this program to change someone's heart. You can't legislate that stuff. You can't write bills on that stuff. You can't. The only thing that's going to change that person's heart is Jesus Christ. The only solution and the only Savior. And it's not about the right politics. It's about the right Savior. Holding forth the word of life. Let's go over to 1 Timothy, last passage of Scripture. First Timothy chapter number three. Just in case we've forgotten. Verse number 15, but if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. America used to be filled with strong Bible-believing and Bible-preaching churches. Now, it's party church. It's some cool guy with skinny jeans that wants to share and relate and sit on a stool. Well, what's wrong with skinny jeans? What's wrong with sitting on a stool? What's wrong with relating and sharing? What's wrong with a pulpit? What's wrong with holding forth the word of life? What's wrong with Bible preaching? So we have fun time. Party time church. Or we have it, have it your way, Burger King style church. Whatever you want. Oh, what are you into? Okay, we'll do that next week. What are you into? We'll do that next week. What, do you, what about what the Bible's into? I'm telling you, we as a nation need to get back to what is the Bible say? We hold forth the Word of life. We sanctify the Lord in our hearts. I'm excited about what this book has. I remember as a kid diving into books. Anybody besides me read the Hardy Boys books? Weren't they great adventures? Who? Yeah. You remember reading books as a kid? And I watch my kids read books and they just dive right in the back of that book. God wrote a book to you. Let's hold forth the word of life. It's exciting. It's interesting. It's filled with all types of adventure. People doing bad things. People doing good things. People showing us warnings. People showing us examples. And the best superhero that doesn't run around with his underwear is outerwear. And he doesn't wear a cape. Jesus Christ, who defeats every bad guy by being humble, not by flying through the air with a pair of leotards on and tights. I've got a Savior that's a man. He's not confused about what he has to wear. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. 
We don't need more worldly families. We need more godly families. We don't need more mothers abandoning their homes and children. We don't need more fathers that are afraid to take the lead. We don't need more senior citizens that are stuck playing bingo and knock rummy all day. We don't need more frady cat preachers. We need Christians. They're going to hold forth the word of life and get after it for God's glory. We need to be, all of us, true pilgrims. You know what that means? This isn't our home. And we're not going to go with the flow of the world. We're going to hold forth the word of life. We're going to pray and ask God to give us godly homes. To fill our church with godly mothers and fathers who want to learn the Bible and live holy lives and live separated unto God. And pray that God would raise up godly preachers. And pray that God would send church members that want to live a holy life and a godly life Pray that God would send us children that would get excited about the Lord and what He's doing and raise them up. But we must start, and this is my plea for us all this morning, to take the Word of God seriously. But I would submit to you that none of us don't not believe God's Word. It's true. All of us would, yeah. But how we live our lives practically day in and day out. I'm stirred up. I want to do more. I want to stir you up to hold forth the word of life so that you would want to do more. This isn't about a numbers game. But are you like me and do you look out and do you see people? And maybe to you and I, they might be a number, but God, every hair on their head is numbered. It's not like He knows that there's 10,000 hairs on your head. All those 10,000s are actually numbered. I mean, that's how much God knows, knows us. I mean, that's pretty neat, isn't it? Hold forth the word of life, take God's word seriously. Live. Live in a way that others see, man, there's something different. And don't be afraid to tell others what God's Word has for them concerning their souls so that they can rejoice and hold forth the Word of life as well. Let's bow and pray. Heavenly Father, thank You for Your Word. Pray You do a mighty work in all of our hearts, please. Lord, I know all of us here are saved. I know we, we've all rallied around Your Word day in and day out. It's, but help us, Lord, to do more. Help us not to lose focus. Help us not to lose ground. Help us not to lose courage. Help us to keep stayed on You, focused on what is the most important thing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks a bunch for listening. For more information about Pilgrim Baptist Church, be sure to visit us online at pilgrimbaptist.church, where you can also send me a personal message or learn more about joining us for a church service. And remember, Christ is all.